start a podcast? I mean, last time we, we did the test thing, you just... Yeah, and I just did that right now, so I'm over here um, dang it. <laughs> mentally musing to you about I, uh, how to start one of these things. A lot of people do do some kind of like intro. Hey, this is my guest this week. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's something. I think it's something you'll figure out. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think we're just gonna have a different intro every every week. So, and it, it might be experimental. So interest. for today, it's going to be. Hello, you are listening to the LO Gaming Podcast. Guys, we did it. We're ep- we're recording episode one. Yay! Yay! Are we recording that? Yep, that, that, that's on tape. Yeah! <laughs> All right! We we're did it. recording on tape? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Don't you hear it? <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> but anyway, I am joined by my two good buddies, Brandon and Eric. My Hello. name is James. Hello. And we're going to talk... About our lives and gaming, what we do with our gaming hobbies, how we talk about them, how we go about our gaming hobby, and where we are in our gaming lives today, because we're just a bunch of average Joes, not trying to make this a career or anything. (laughs) That's right. I like pavers for a living. (laughs) Gaming is my hobby. I ship stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I do whatever makes me money. So, (laughs) with that being said... With the introductions out of the way, man, this is janky as I'll get out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you All haven't right. found yourself yet. It's no, okay. No, yeah. no, no. I'm still wondering. Who I, I feel am. like my face it's is like, red, and I'm like just talking into a mic. Podcast. You're just <laughs> well, awkward. the good thing about this is, like, if none of this works out well, I can, can just delete it, cut it, delete it, and get right back into it. And like, no, I can record something good. that I can read. <laughs> and it'll sound robotic and just not yeah. like me at all. Voice to text. I am James. <laughs> We're all replaced by robots. Or we're going to have voice to text read I out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do have voice Siri to text read it. and then text to voice. <laughs> that way it gets all jumbled up. Well, but anyway, today's topic we are going through the several generations of consoles. In video games, because we're on the cusp of a new generation, guys. Yeah, we, we really are. This year, PlayStation 5, Xbox, Xbox Series X. Xbox X Series And who, know, who knows who else might be jumping into Ooh. the gaming pond? Uh, n- <laughs> Nintendo will wait a few years. Well, that, we'll, get <laughs> yeah. into, we'll get into <laughs> Nintendo Switch, and like the got... Switch and things like that. Yeah. Good now, we are that. talking about gaming consoles. We're not going in... To handhelds, that's a whole oh, nother show. Okay. That's true. <laughs> that is a whole nother. And a whole nother topic to talk about. Deal. But we are going to start way, way back in the 1970s. Before I was born. Ah, Before any of us were born. Really. Ah, the smell of the um, air. <laughs> smelled like pot. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, we do not endorse pot. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> What you, but you, what you do with your own personal time is your business. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, no judgment here. Eat pizza. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, no judgment. <laughs> but anyway, going back to 1977 was the uh, advent of what many people consider to be the first console, home console, that is. And that would be the Atari 2600. The beautiful, Atari. big, vented box. Yep. Back then, everything <laughs> was paneling. made to look like furniture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had a, had a nice grain on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's and part of the decor. And I haven't said this yet, but the three of us, me being the oldest out of the three, yeah. have different experiences in 
our gaming histories, when we started the hobby, how we got into the hobby, and things like that. So I'll just start with myself since I'm the oldest here. No, I was not born in the in the seventies. I was born in the eighties, but oh. I am the middle child of five children. Yeah, literally, I am the third out of five. Mm. So as am I. <laughs> as is Brandon. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Third out of four. What? Yeah. yeah. That's right. I always forget. Audrey's not yeah. a sibling. She's, she's a niece. <laughs> no, no, she's not. But um, close enough. But yeah. I got introduced <laughs> to gaming from. My parents and my older siblings. Now, I do not have a gaming family, you would say. Yeah. Um, as far as my older siblings when I was around. Hmm. So, this Atari 2600, it's nine, It's probably 1980s. It, probably 1986, 87, when they probably start introducing me to things like Atari. Yeah. You know, oh, things okay. like Pong and... <laughs> E.T. Yeah, we yeah. had that crap E.T. Yeah. game. <laughs> so, yeah, I played it. It was crap. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and as a little kid, you even knew, even as a little kid, before yeah. you had any idea of what good games were, yeah. that that was just a bad game. <laughs> like, That's how bad that game was. <laughs> you yeah. didn't have to know, like, what is this? That's <laughs> true. Well, I mean, all the graphics on the Atari were crap, but then they were amazing all those little pixels well, yeah, kind of with the different thing. colors on them making different things yeah like, but even the colors amazing. Were, even the colors were very limited like i can make this pixel move over I here have control over yeah <laughs> yeah i think that was probably the i think that that revelation thing. is that uh, of any and of any child when they get something in their hands and they make it move yeah whether it be you know a toy remote control car or anything like that it it, it creates a certain kind of wow yeah. yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, you know, I made that happen. I caused that. <laughs> yeah, and and for me, my my first memories of playing the Atari was just basically just the mes not just being mesmerized, but just the fun of playing pitfall and the challenge of jumping from crocodile to crocodile, yeah, getting over that pit, like that. getting on that that and vine, trying to avoid the scorpion, and whining yeah. to my older sister, I can't. Do it, <laughs> you know. I got it. So you know, being you know, four or five years old, don't really know. And really, my earliest memories of me playing games as a fairly young child is mostly me getting in trouble for playing <laughs> video games. Yeah, getting so, grounded from the video games is yeah. the worst punishment ever. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> and it was just I because I didn't help carry in any groceries. When um uh, when mom came and said, "Hey, you need to carry in groceries." Okay, beep boop 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 boop. And by the time <laughs> by the time I knew it, I was like they all carried it in. I'm being banished from the game. Yeah, I was late. <laughs> yeah. I swear I only played five more minutes. Yeah, but yeah. So word of wisdom: do what your parents tell you. Yeah, push the pause button. Yeah. The pause button was the greatest invention. Don't, don't make them wait. <laughs> pause button that actually pauses the game. <laughs> Yeah, most but, games online don't do that. Yeah, now. nowadays there's, <laughs> that's very some games true. Don't have a pause. That's, very, that's very true. I mean, it's like you're in the middle of something. You have to be very cognizant of um, <laughs> whether or not you know you're going to have the time hmm. to actually. There was no, do it. There was no progression save either in a lot of older games. So it's like, <laughs> no. however far you made it. That's it. It's yeah, a one session. When you play it again, you have to do all that again. Yeah. <laughs> there were passwords. Even back in the old Atari days, like if you played an old Atari game like Adventure, yeah. there was they a password system. Yeah, yeah, you'd beat a level or something and give you the password for yeah. that. And it would be this list of like 20 characters. Yeah, yeah you're like, you have to write down. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, 
So that was, we're just gonna that was, that was just a brief Atari history thing right there. I don't have many memories from just see, the history of Atari or anything like that. Yeah, see, I have mean, very yeah. few memories of the Atari. I mean, I was I don't even remember how old I was, but I do remember playing the Atari. And we we had this game called Hide and Seek hmm. on the Atari, yeah. and it was literally one person would leave the room <laughs> while the other player took their character and hid them in this. It was like a two story house with like probably eight bedrooms in it. Okay, eight, eight rooms. And you could like you could go outside the house and hide like behind bushes and stuff. But you'd literally like just walk up to something and you hit the button. If if and you then couldn't you'd... if you couldn't hide there, then your character would just be there still. Yeah. So you just like walk around all around the house and uh, you just click on things until you find something to hide. And in. then you'd, your character would just disappear. Yeah, that character would just disappear. <laughs> yeah. And then the other player would come back into the room and have mm-hmm. to find you. So it was literally them just going around <laughs> clicking on everything until <laughs> they found Interesting. you. Interesting. But that was like the only game I remember playing like a lot of. Okay. I I remember playing Spy versus Spy. Spy versus Spy was another one. That game was so hard. Yeah. Like I never understood it as a kid. Yeah, and and that that was one of those games like having a younger brother who was just a year and a half younger than me. Yeah. When he started playing games, games started becoming what games can I play with my brother? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that and that was know, like he's not one of the left out. That was a good multiplayer one, uh, aside from Pong, obviously. Right. And we both just played it because we just knew it was a fun little cartoon yeah. that was on TV occasionally. And it was like yeah. the graphics on that one were really good, which I guess that came like later in the well, Atari. There is year. a thing about Atari that that's kind of one of those Mandela effect things. You familiar with that phrase? <laughs> nah, not really. Well, it's kind of like you. You have this memory of something, but yeah. it's actually not the real memory. It's but you swear it's oh, the real thing. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Sinbad in a genie movie, right? What? Um, That's one of yeah, them. Yeah, basically. Sinbad in a genie movie. The rapper or whatever whatever his name was. Yeah, Sinbad the comedian. Comedian, not yeah. rapper. Kazam? Yeah, Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. He was never in a movie. No, he was never in a genie movie. Called Kazam. Yeah, it was you, Kazam. I thought he was a genie. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. That never existed. That's actually Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, was it's it? insane. Oh, it's weird. Funny. But I knew exactly but what you were talking about. about. But it's people remember weird. Shazam for some reason. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. But but anyway. That, that's, yeah, anyway. That's yeah. There. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. back to the Mandela effect of that. <laughs> yeah. I think you're thinking of the NES game when you're thinking about the graphics because there was oh, Spy versus Buy NES Maybe. NES yeah, you're right. Because I remember it's like the graphics in um Cause the graphics in that the one Atari were good. Ver- the Atari version version, and that's the other thing I'm thinking. It's like maybe there wasn't even an Atari version. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe there wasn't. Because I'm like thinking it was like because I could have swore it was an Atari game. game back then. I have no experience with because it was there was a top <laughs> screen and a bottom screen, mm-hmm. and like one was the white spy and the other one was the black spy. Yeah, it was a very racist game. <laughs> <laughs> They weren't even human. <laughs> there was some yeah, weird triangle. Oh, yeah. I remember the cartoon. They were like plague doctors or something. I don't know. Yeah. Turned I, spies. I don't know. But the thing about that, though, it's like, when I'm thinking about that, you're describing to me what I remember as an NES game. Well, maybe it a was. A Nintendo Entertainment System game. Hmm. But on that topic, let's just switch over to the NES, yeah. because many of us have The NES was a very good system. Yeah. So, the NES, so would that have been considered second generation? Mm, or would that be third? Um, I'm not quite clear on the generation. So, no. There's got to be something in between. I, I can't remember, Atari but let's not worry about the generation. Yeah, okay, so yeah, anyway. All that I was, know is that... was really that, the first gen for me. It's just the first I heard. <laughs> All I know is that most curious. people consider this, uh, this current generation, the PS4, Xbox One, uh, the eighth, for whatever reason. Okay. But, okay. But anyway, uh, 
The NES came out in 1986 in North America. Uh, it's launched. best year in the world. The year I was born. <laughs> well, now you're out. It's all right. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Come on, 86ers. <laughs> 86ers. <laughs> a basketball team. You know? <laughs> Actually, it's not. The 76ers. Yeah, there we go. 70. See? <laughs> Old as dirt. I don't watch basketball. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I watch football. But yeah, the Nintendo. But God. The, the Nintendo Entertainment System. The original during, NES. The original NES. Um, yes. So... That's where pretty much the gaming really started taking hold with me and my brother. Yeah. And it did, many, just like always, me getting in trouble playing the NES is my biggest <laughs> memories that I have from there. But you guys, what what's your experience, first experience with the NES? I mean, the NES was big in our house. Kung Fu, I think. Or Kung, Excite Bike. Kung Fu, Excite sure. Bike. Excite Bike, yeah. And then Mario. Yeah, Mario and probably Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Those are the ones I remember. Tetris. Uh, punch out, Mike punch Tyson's out, punch yeah. out. I was punch never out. Good. Yeah, we play a lot. Well, see, our parents actually used to stay up late when we were younger, <laughs> like and plays, and they and would stuff. play. And that's the, the NES. Thing. Your family actually plays games. Well, yeah, they like board. Like they don't play video games now. No, yeah. but back in but the they, day, they love games yeah. in yeah. general. Yeah. But yeah, back then it was like that was the new thing, you, you, and of course they they bought us, or I guess they brought, bought Brian one. And then, of course, we all get to play it. <laughs> but Brian, your older brother. Yeah. And so it's like kids go to bed. They're going to stay up and play Mario or whatever. Oh, you yeah, know? because kids go to bed at like, Which is what, funny. Eight, <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny to think about as an adult now. It's like, oh, my parents used to stay up late playing video games. It is kind of weird. Yeah. Thinking but I mean, now. it was it was new tech then. I mean, it was it was it was hot stuff. Yeah, yeah and when you think about your parents when you're a kid, they're your parents. You don't really think. Yeah, of, but they like, were younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think adults. of them as twenty. They were literally 30s. like my age. Yeah. yeah, right now, like if I was, you yeah. know, yeah, and you just had your first. Yeah, you don't so think you know. of it yeah. like that, which is weird. It is. Yeah, but gaming's definitely come a long way since then. Oh, but yeah. the NES was, I mean, Zelda. I I, ne- I never beat. A lot of these games, when I was a kid, just because I was a kid and I wasn't that good at them. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking. And some of them you didn't even beat, like Excite Bike. Yeah. I mean, I guess how, you, do, how you do you won, beat Excite Bike? You won a race. You came in first. So, yeah, I beat it. Yeah, I beat it too. <laughs> yeah. I beat a race. Sorry, no. I came in first once. Well, there there were different levels there. Like the background would change color or whatever. Yeah, right. Like you had a green one, a brown one, a lighter Did brown it come one. with the map editor? <laughs> It did. Okay, I remember I there being one. But I didn't know if that was like tracks. original. That's one thing I didn't know it had until after the fact. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it's like I yeah. used to love making my own tracks. I think it wasn't until like the PlayStation came out when I found out that it had a track editor. Oh, really? when they brought it out onto the Game Boy or whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I can't remember, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's Excite Bike was one of those games that I really liked because I really like motorcycles. Yeah, uh, it, thanks it was a to fun Tron, game. Thanks to Tron, I I just love <laughs> motorcycles now. Did they even have a Tron game? Oh. Yes, uh, there was a, um, uh, uh, a Tron arcade game. Uh, okay. and there was a Tron game that did come to the NES, but it was really bad. Yeah, it's not memorable <laughs> at all. But, One of those bad licensed games. Yeah. <laughs> but still, so, anyway, I mean, it's like you have games like I remember a game, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. It wasn't multiplayer, but it was this really weird top-down thing where you're in the turtle van going around town, you go into the sewers. Oh, and turn that's to a side right. Was that the first one? Yeah. Is that the one that 
It was the overhead when you're like overworld, and then when yeah. you go in the sewers, it's a side scroll. Yeah. And it had the little metal chompers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Mausers. Yeah. I remember that one. That was a fun one. That one was hard. It though. was very hard. I mean, everything was hard back then. Yeah. But, um, it's true. But yeah, I mean, it's like I remember playing that with my younger cousin. And again, getting in trouble because we'd get into arguments because I would always be telling him what to do. <laughs> and he would get mad at me for telling him what yeah, to do. Yeah, <laughs> I was never I'm I was never good at watching people play games. <laughs> See, that's the difference because I grew up watching you play games. Yeah. So I have a lot of fond memories of watching you just watching. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to watch people play games. Like I remember watching. Like, oh my play. god, this isn't that hard. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like just go. Well, over there. I, I would just kind of be like Maybe try this just because I would be thinking yeah. of because you'd be at like a, you know, a puzzle playing, or something playing Zelda or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Metal Gear. I always like oh, watching. Yeah. Play Did you guys Metal ever play the original Metal Gear on NES? No, I tried I have playing it. It's recently, not really the original Metal Gear, but yeah, I've played it like more recent trying it. No, it's I was, I was more into game. the Metal Gear Solid series. Yeah. But Metal Gear Solid. I think that's what most people know Metal Gear from is from the PlayStation yeah. Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. No, I never did. I, I I never played the Metal Gear or yeah Metal Gear on the NES or whatever. Yeah, um, until I was like older, and then it I was like the brought SNES. it out on the the Game Boy or something. Right? Yeah, SNES, not NES. Which one? The Metal Gear came out on the SNES. Right? I the thought Super it was on the, the first NES. came on the MSX computer, oh. uh, which is the the original original. Um, which that was like Metal Japan Gear. or whatever, wasn't it? Oh, okay. um, it was US as well. Was it? But oh. it was a Japanese computer. Yeah. Um, but the um. Uh, they ported it, a version of it, to the NES. Okay. And so that's how that happened. And, and I the second that. one came out on the NES, though, didn't mm-hmm. it? There was two, I think. Um, yeah. I can't remember what I could have swore there were two of them on the NES. There were two. Yeah, yeah there was a Metal Gear Solid Snake, right? Or I don't I don't remember was, what those were called. The I just name knew of the there were a couple of them. escapes me all of a sudden. But the, it, was, uh, it wasn't until they got on the PlayStation and became Metal Gear Solid that yeah. I was like, oh, this game is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it, and it that's was. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, we'll we're getting get to that there. later. Yeah. Next we'll, generation. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> the thing about the about a, a bunch of the games that I was exposed to was because of my older sister's boyfriend at the time. Yeah, he was a big gamer, hmm. so he followed the hobby like crazy. He'd always buy every single game. So it's like, that was my first exposure to metal gear. That was my first exposure. He, he was the only person I knew with a Sega CD. (laughs) So I got to play Sega CD games. Not many people had those. Well, the reason why it was, it was expensive. $299 back in 1992. Jeez. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, in 92, that was a lot of money. But um, (laughs) how much do you think an NES was? Um, There are three, uh, there were, Three initial editions. The first one that released, uh, which is like the standard, like just the console. Yeah, just the basic set. I'm gonna say like 150 bucks. That's what I was gonna say. 150. Well, here, here's I'll the say funny thing. To be different. Here's the thing about the bundles. The first bundle that came out was uh, a deluxe set. Ooh. And it was 179.99. Yeah. Um, and what that got you was Rob the Robot. The NES Zapper, you know, the, yeah, the gun. The gun. Oh. Two controllers and and a two and a game pack with two games, Dry, Gyromite and Duck Hunt. Jeez. Gyromite is what Rob so the Robot So it came used. with like, oh, oh, okay. So it was two games. Yeah, two oh. games on one, one yeah. cartridge. Thing. And Duck Hunt for the Zapper yeah. and Gyromite for Rob because oh, he would oh. spin tops. It was two games on one cartridge. I remember those. Yeah. There yeah. were a few of those. Yeah, they did a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, but the basic pack is interesting because – 
because game files were so small back then. <laughs> well, if you got to remember, it's like they're they're dealing with uh, not even megabytes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kilobytes. Yeah, kilobytes. Kilobytes. Yeah, that's Jeez. what it is. And so, <laughs> Rob the robot is like he, he would just this thing that would grab these tops, spin them, and then put them down. I never even knew how gyro might work. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never. I never had knew that what one. That, never yeah. got into that one. Yeah, I never never had that one. Only I think what most Smash. people had was uh, it was called the Action Set, which came out in 1988. Yeah. So two years after the release, and that came with. Um, not the action set. I'm sorry. Um, which one was it? It was. Oh gosh! Oh. No, no, it was the action set. It came with a, a control deck, two game controllers, NES Zapper. Uh, came with a Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt combo cartridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's that what one. most everybody had. Yeah, I think we had that one. Uh, that's yeah. the one that we, we had that cartridge at least. That yeah. one, we did have a zapper. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, we, we, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Was your zapper gray or red? It was gray. It was gray. Gray. Okay, so you had one of the first packages. Yeah. Well, uh, somewhere along the line, they switched. They to did red, switch them to red uh, because is it red or orange? Was, well, yeah, depending. It was a reddish orange, <laughs> depending on what your eyes saw. Yeah. I guess, but uh, okay. But yeah, I, I mean, really they, they changed the color so it looked more like a. Toy. But no, we we yeah, had a gray one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we had a gray one as well. Yeah. And that's the package I think most people had in we still have it somewhere. Actually, I think it's over there in that box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But 1988, the uh, the uh, action pack actually was 149 dollars and 99 cents. 150 bucks. <laughs> 150 bucks. I really overshot. But the thing <laughs> is, is that in 1988, that's a lot of money. 150 bucks was $327 in today's currency. Really? Because of inflation. Wow. Yeah, okay. A dollar so used to go a console long new way. is yeah, about the same. Yeah, consoles. Well, yeah, a dollar goes a long a long way back in the day. It's um, crazy. But yeah, so when <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like a whole lot of money now. And right no, now it's now like one it of those doesn't. if you were to sell, you know, the NES Classic, I mean, it's got all those games on it and stuff. To get oh, 150 yeah, bucks for like Selling like an old original NES with a bunch of games, you'd be lucky to get a hundred bucks for it. You probably well, depending on the rarity of the games. That's true. Wow. That is and true. the condition of the games. That is true. Because I, w- I wouldn't get a hundred bucks for what I have. It's the games that hold the most value, not yeah. the hardware. Yeah, because you can find so many different ways to play those games oh, on hardware. The NES I have over there, it's it's one of those where you have to wedge another cartridge in it to, for the game to work. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the other thing about the NES is like the design faulty. Uh, Always got to blow on it. Blowing in the cartridge <laughs> from, and wedging it. From what I've read on Wikipedia about it, it's like... I remember doing that. You should have the other one on top. Wait, you got to pull it out just a little like bit. There it is. There it is. Don't move. Yeah, you'd be wiggling yep. it around like, oh, I got a picture. Reset. Yes. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. It's, it's like blowing in the cartridge and stuff like that, and you later find out, no, that's bad for it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, that was habit in every household. But supposedly, oh, yeah. the reason why it was designed that way... Where the Famicom, you just slotted it down, yeah, uh, which was the better design. Yeah, they changed the design because it was supposed to capitalize on the design of uh, uh, cassette tapes. Yeah, uh, click, click, yeah. click, click, VCRs and stuff. Yeah, like that. And that was the craze of the design. Yeah, so everything was, was sideways. It was so neat when it worked. <laughs> yeah, but when that spring or whatever broke, then it's just like it won't stay down. That's where you have to wedge the other one in there. Yeah, yeah. Because it'd get worn out from you <laughs> smashing it down in there all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Switching games. But I think the go-to memory for the NES era, though, is me punching my brother straight <laughs> in the nose, giving him a bloody nose at a friend's house because I wouldn't give him his turn on Mario 3. <laughs> Damn, uh, Mario 3. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like, 
It's just one and of see, those. See, that's, that's what's awesome about the NES, like especially like Mario. Like If you were to set that game down in front of a kid today, they would love it. Well, they hold well, up. They hold up extremely well. And they're still, still emulated today. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Platformer. It's still around. Yeah, it's crazy. Like n- Mario in general is is just it's still standing today. Well, it's the reason why Nintendo is held in such high regard because yeah. they basically formed the foundation. Yeah, for a lot of many games designers came after that, um, off of that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of compare it to how Pit when Pixar came into the picture to make 3D movies. Yeah, they mm-hmm. showed everybody how it's done. Yeah, that's true. You know. They showed people how to write it, how to animate it, how to do it. And then everybody's like, oh. That's how you And that led to different non-Pixar movies doing well. Yeah. And But, you know, for a while there, people were just doing it. And it was like and it, it was, was media. It wasn't doing, doing <laughs> yeah, really well. Like Pixar's were the only ones that were truly like good. State of the art. Yeah. Like but then DreamWorks started getting their game yeah. on and then we get something like Shrek. Oh yeah. But gosh. this isn't a movie podcast. Yeah, we're talking anyway. about video games. Anyway. But that Shrek good. game though. <laughs> <laughs> those were bad. Believe me, I tried a couple of those. Yeah. But one game, uh, I mean, it's like we have to mention just a few of them. Mega Man. The Mega Man series. <sighs> Those games are so freaking hard. Yeah. I was about to say that. They are hard. Yeah, they're hard, but man, they they're were fun. They were. They were, Back in the day, I, lo- I loved playing them, but I sucked at them. Mm. Like it was, that was one of those games where like you had to get your timing on your jumps and everything. Just, you had to just learn right. the enemies too. You really did. They, and the they thing is, if you ran discreet. away from an enemy, this was pretty much par for the course for any old <laughs> NES game. Yeah, you'd go backwards, like, oh no, okay, go back. No, you <laughs> even if you killed it. it and you went back on accident, it's like, oh, oh crap. yeah, exactly. Or it's like since it didn't really scroll, you just went from screen to screen. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. reach the end. It, you go into the next screen. There's an enemy right there. He hits you automatically. You get pushed back. Yep. into the reverse. Screen. Yep. You're like ah! that game was so infuriating. <laughs> Mega Man was hard. Yeah, but then there was Ninja Gaiden as well. See, Gaiden I never played the old original. Yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, but yeah, I never played the original one. Yeah, the original Ninja one. Gaiden. That game was hard game. too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that one, you know that one was the king of like enemy spawns to screw you up. Like you come up and oh, he's right Some there. Some of those games were just mean. Or they jump like at a certain point. Like if you you have to time your jump right. To, like miss it and right. stuff. Yeah, some of these, some of the games, you know, just felt like, okay, now you're just being mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that was a trap. I know it. That's was a how trap. Mega Man felt to me. <laughs> but yeah, and Ninja Gaiden was worse for that. Yeah, uh, Ninja if you Gaiden can imagine was horrible that. for that. <laughs> a few obscure games that we really liked. Uh, me and my brother really liked uh, messing around with uh, Super Dodgeball. Did you guys ever play Super Super Dodgeball? I I played Super had those little squashed down characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Rectangle I didn't play it a lot, green. but I had played it. Yeah, I mean, it's like you'd have these different teams from different countries. They'd get together and they'd play on this kind of like volleyball size court. Yeah, and there would be like three people on the out of bounds from the other side from the other team on your side, and then on the mm. other side it was the same thing. And so you have those people inbounds who are playing regular dodgeball, but you can toss it to the out of bounds guys on the other side. Which were on your team, and they try to peg a guy on the inbound. I was like, I always thought we should do that in real life. I never <laughs> knew, really. and it was dodgeball. Yeah, it was dodgeball. I never knew dodgeball would could be played like that. Well, it wasn't that game. Oh, it was a video game. Yeah, yeah it was a video oh. game. Uh, but strangely, I, enough, I, I realize you, you played a lot of dodgeball in real life. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, but that was a video. Game. Like post traumatic stress. Like, I don't remember that ever. Happened. Dodgeball in elementary school. How many holes? How many holes were put in that wall at the church <laughs> from <laughs> dodgeball? <laughs> Dodgeball or anything like that. Oh, jeez. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, 
that leads Skate. me into Skate or Die. That Skate was a big die. one for me. Oh, Paperboy. Yeah, I wasn't big in Paperboy. Paperboy. Wait, are we still NES or SNES? We're still NES. NES. Oh, Skate or Die was on, on a Super Nintendo eventually. I really don't have much with the NES, I'm realizing. And that's the thing. You're the youngest of the three. Yeah. So it makes sense Sorry. that your memories wouldn't be that Yeah, you correct. probably have more experience with the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think SNES yeah. is where I yeah. But more Bubble Bobble, that was another one. Nah, I never I played remember, that one. I remember the that The thing one. that was great about Bubble Bobble... Uh, bubble bubble. bubble slow down. <laughs> that one was bubble bobble. Bubble bubble. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about bubble bobble was the fact that uh me and my brother could play it. Yeah. Simultaneously. Yeah. Finding games on the NES that you could play at the same time was like score. It was kind of it was kind of <laughs> rare back then. Yeah, honestly. and most of them were competitive. Yeah. They, the thing, they were. Like wasn't wasn't there a Madden on the NES? Yes, there was. There was also Tecmo Bowl. Was it Madden 95 or something like that? Wait, no, there wasn't a Madden. Yeah, Madden didn't exist back then. Or it was, was it Tecmo on Tecmo Bowl, I Tec- believe. Oh, okay. So that was Super Nintendo then. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I could have I- swore there was a Madden on NES. See, I, I get... I'm See, I think I'm getting confused now, yeah. Because NES is a lot simpler. Just search Madden 95. What system was that on? Well, that would have been SNES. Uh, well, 95. not 95 would have been. Yeah, no, that'd be it debuted on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, okay. 95 would almost be 64, wouldn't it? Not, mm-hmm. 95 was when PlayStation. The first um, PlayStation. Yeah, the 64. first PlayStation came out. Um, okay. Is that when Sega was coming around too? Uh, yeah, 95, Sega Saturn. And yeah, Nintendo and... 64 actually was the year after 96. Yeah, oh. okay. Yeah. Now we're getting into my okay. So age. anyway, back to NES. Oh man, we're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just, we're not done with NES. Just to name That's off fine. a few other uh, obscure ones. Uh, Snoopy. Uh, Snoopy. Yes, yeah, there was a Snoopy game, hmm. and I think it was like, like silly peanuts. Snoopy. Yeah, it was yeah. like a silly sports thing. So it was like a uh, mini games. Oh, okay. Yeah, like there was a pizza balancing thing where if you move too fast, it would topple over. <laughs> oh, stuff like so that. So it was like uh, uh, Mario Party. Party before Mario Party. Exactly. It was a bunch of mini games. And it's the same thing with a, a game called uh, Caveman Games. And what it was, it was kind of like know, a. I think I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, it was like a play on the Olympics. But yeah. They were like yeah. Caveman based. Yeah. Like instead of um, a hammer throw, yeah. it was a wife throw. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't they actually have an Olympics game on the NES as well? Yes, track and field. Track and field, that's what it was. Yeah, you had that game pad. Yeah, and, and you had to. Yeah, or you had to cheat and just pound it with your fists instead of run on it. There were a lot of workarounds back then. Yeah. Did you know that they had a wireless version of that game pad? No. Wow. Space age technology, right there, man. <laughs> How big was the transceiver? Uh, transceiver is infrared line of sight. <laughs> oh, okay. So don't don't go thinking it was radio. Frequency. You had to sit it five feet in front of it, aimed directly at it. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't move it. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Stop yeah. picking it up. <laughs> but, you know. you're, you're stomping on it. It's just moving. Like, no, it's not picking it up now. Yeah, but yeah, the fondest memory I have from the NES is just all the Mario games. Just Mario learning. and Zelda. Just mm. learn learning what gaming is. Yeah. And honestly, being the age I was being so young, I mean when I wasn't even ten yet. You're still developing your motor skills. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and it's like nothing was spelled out for yeah. you. You had to use your imagination on how to go. Maybe you were going to the right place, maybe you weren't. But I think the the defining thing about the NES for me was just the fact that um it helped me with problem solving. Yeah. And stuff like that. But it also really cemented just what can be done 
Yeah. On that form of the art form and stuff like that. And to be honest, I never finished any of the games I had. <laughs> I don't think I did either. <laughs> because I was just too young to understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like they were, yeah, I was so young and it's like, they were so like beyond my knowledge. That I was just like, I was just doing it for entertainment at that yeah, point. I never finished a Mario game from that era. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> never finished Mario 3. Never finished Mario The 1. only original NES game I ever beat is after I was older and went back and played. Right. Like, as a kid, growing up with it, I never beat anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was still a lot of fun, and, like, it's it sparked generations of me playing Yeah. <laughs> yeah. video games. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I, I do... I do remember a lot from the NES era and just how much that meant to me, but I didn't really think of myself as a gamer. I don't think that was even a term. No. Officially. I don't think it was. Uh, you were just called a nerd. A nerd, yeah. <laughs> nerd. But anyway, you moving from the NES, the NES stuck around for five years. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty And it was officially generation. discontinued. Um, I think, um, yeah, it was officially discontinued in 1991. Huh. Hmm. stuck around for that long. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I can't say anything. I've got one sitting over there in a box. Yeah. It's still here. It ain't gone nowhere. <laughs> it still works. Just got to blow the dust uh, out. I might be missing a cable or two. Yeah, but anyway. There was that time, believe it or not, Sega was around. They had something called the Master System. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah. You see, it just did not hit well. Yes. Sega has always kind of been like on the left side. Like a black field. sheep to me. Yeah. It's like I'm sure they, you have they your have Nintendo and then... There's Sega. Well, what's really interesting about <laughs> Sega was just the simple fact that they were always in the arcade industry. Okay. That's where they yeah. came up. And believe it or not, arcade. they were owned by an American uh, subsidiary. Oh, really? So for a while there, they were a Japanese company owned by an American company. Hmm. But I should huh. have written this down, but they eventually got independence from that company yeah. after they sold them off. That makes sense, though, because I... I remember going to the arcade a few times when I was a kid. It wasn't a big thing in my life, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of things you'd find in the arcade that you wouldn't find at home, mm-hmm. like on the home console. Yeah, and a lot of those were built on Sega technology. Yeah. But eventually, the arcades started to kind of dwindle and stuff like that. And so Sega looked at the environment and said, we should do a console. Yeah. And... Even from the get-go, Sega's business plan for consoles was not great. Yeah. Um, I remember a lot, not a lot of people had them. There were a few people that had Sega systems. Yeah, they were actually bigger in Europe. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So a lot of people hmm. have more uh, Master System memories than they do That's funny. NES memories in Europe. Hmm. It's very strange. That is strange. But all of that to say I never had one either so I don't have really I, any I don't recall system. hearing of it yeah. <laughs> Sega but, Genesis is the earliest one I recall first, right. yeah. and that brings us to our next generation the 16-bit era yeah uh, with the Genesis and the Super Nintendo yay and this was when the when the competition between Nintendo and um, Sega Sega really fired up console wars yeah we make consoles <laughs> yeah and this is when um, they started to really <coughs> gain popularity. Uh, I remember comparing the Genesis and the SNES. Um, was basically one did one thing better than the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sega had better colors. Super Nintendo had better sound. Um, processing See, was different. I, I always thought Sega was way ahead of its time with with its stuff. Yeah, but the thing that Sega, I think. The thing that uh, I think Sega had an issue with um, 
in the end was just software related. You you saw their first party software quality just go down oh, okay. every generation. But in the Genesis Sonic really started. <laughs> yeah. Sonic. Hey. There's a lot of nostalgia. What's that from? There's a lot of nostalgia from Sonic. Oh, I know. And I have a lot of nostalgia, but most of my nostalgia from Sonic is the soundtrack. Mm, yeah. Sega had some of the best some of the best music. My um, most games. memorable sound from Sonic is the little like checkpoint thing. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> I still recall that sound. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the Genesis was released in 1989. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah. So in, in the U.S. and that's two years before the Super Nintendo. So they actually had a oh. little bit of a head start. Hmm. Didn't know that. Did Did you all have a Sega Genesis? Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. had a Sega Genesis. It didn't last long though. I don't remember that. Yeah, what games why. did you play on the Genesis? There was one. I don't remember what it was called, but it's like you had this rectangle play area, and there was like this big snake that would like bounce around in it, and you had to draw lines to make it smaller. Until you got it down to like a small square to where it couldn't move around anymore. But, but if it bumped the line if while you were, were in the it? process of making a line and it bumped it, then it would kill you. So you had to like complete the line, like go from one wall to another, making like a square. That's so familiar. And connecting me, it before it like hit it so you could actually fill in that corner. And it had to get like small enough or something for you it's to like win. centipede or something. It wasn't centipede, but it was, it was something weird, but it was yeah. literally just like a little snake that would like bounce around off the walls. And you had to like box it in smaller and smaller and smaller. I remember yeah. playing that game a lot. It was challenging. Yeah, yeah, that game. I don't really. It's like you're describing that game to me, and I don't have any any memory of it. But really? it's like, no, I don't. I've never played that game. But it's like when you started describing it to me, I thought you were like describing that old game Snake. You know, well, that's you the one where you eat and you, where you eat the apple. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, not it wasn't that. Yourself. Yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah, as you were describing, it was like, no, he's not talking about Snake. You know? No. <laughs> it's just like, what is that? I don't but know. That, yeah, I is. don't remember the name of it, but I, I played it a lot on the Sega. Yeah. Because I remember I had the six buttons on the controller. <laughs> oh, so you had a, yeah, you you had an older Sega Genesis. Yeah. Though, because you had the six button controller. Yeah. Yeah, because the Genesis started out with a three button controller. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, three well, we may have had an updated like controller then. You might have because eventually they started bringing out six button controllers later. Yeah. Because the biggest criticism, and I'm pretty sure it had a switch on it, like a turbo switch maybe. Ah, okay. You had a Fighting. third party. It was yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a third party controller. Yeah. Because Sega had their own official six button controller. Yeah, they did. Uh, okay. They didn't have a turbo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one was a cheap one, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah. The thing about the Sega Genesis, uh, comparing it with the Super Nintendo, which came out in 1991. Yeah, was just the simple fact that when you had games that were on both systems, like the Street Fighter twos. Ah, okay. Like I said, three button controller on the Sega Genesis. You had four face buttons and two uh, shoulder buttons. That's right. That the Super that's Nintendo. when they introduced the shoulders. Six buttons. Yeah. Now, imagine Street Fighter. You only <laughs> have three buttons. Yeah. In that game, you have three punch buttons, three kick buttons, but you only have three buttons on the uh, on the Genesis. What do you think they did? How did they do that? You press start, and it would change the three buttons to kick. Oh, god! Press start again. So you'd have to constantly pushing start to, to change either from kick kicking or punching. Or punch. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And so, Jeez. obviously, wow. you're not going to play Street Fighter Turbo on, on your yeah. Genesis. Genesis. But no. you know what you did play on your Genesis? You played Mortal Kombat. Because it actually had blood. <laughs> well, yeah, see, we didn't actually have Mortal Kombat because that was a little too violent for our Christian family. 
Well, that was an M rating before <laughs> there even was an M rating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that game got a lot away with quite a few things back then. Well, there was no ratings board. Yeah, I think that's the game yeah, is the so reason they started having the one ratings, of the reasons. reasons. They, yeah. We didn't really get the ESRB or anything like that until after Mortal Kombat. <laughs> until too. after all the violence started happening in video games. Well, the thing about. Um, because they used to be fairly innocent. Well, and that's the thing, just like <laughs> comics or anything like that. Yeah. Um, they, they tend, people who grow up with them, they want more violent, angstier stuff. And the guys at Midway at the time, you know, is that they were like, let's make a, let's make a fighter, but let's make it super violent. And I think <laughs> if I remember brutal. right, they wanted to, have you ever seen that Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Bloodsport? Yeah. Well, it. I've seen bits of it. I'm not a big well, but you know about Van Damme it. fan. Yeah. yeah, but you know about it. Uh, it was supposed to be <laughs> a blood sport fighting game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were trying to get makes, Jean-Claude Van Damme in the game. That makes sense. And Which, I guess, so was Johnny Cage kind of like <laughs> modeled after him. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That's, so and that's kind of where all that happened with Johnny well, Cage. See, and that was a crazy thing about Mortal Kombat as well is – like the characters were actually like oh like photo scanned in photo scanned in like yeah. they were real people yeah, in the game yeah weird. and that was revolutionary it was like it was almost like a stop motion looking back at photos. it now it's like it's crappy graphics right. but then it was like those are real people in the game yeah yeah but that that's the thing that I, I, that led to uh, Sega saying Sega does what Nintendo don't. Because they actually oh. allowed blood in their game. Dang. The Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat, they had sweat. So when you punched them, it was just uh. this blue sweat coming off their bodies. Wait, Mortal Kombat <laughs> was on Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo any Super NES. And I don't remember that. Yeah, but the thing was, is like they would just sweat. Sweat would just come off their That's bodies funny. instead of blood. And well, see, they took out the fatalities. Too. Nintendo's always oh, wow. kind of be, always been like PG. Well, it's, they've always been very family. Yeah, family. Uh, very like cautious kids. about affecting how they affected youth. Yeah, it wasn't about being goody two shoes or anything. They really were. But now they have Fortnite, so they're they're evil. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Get out! Just leave. Don't well, bring them in. You know, just by comments like that, you can tell what generation a person is. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, we, we can definitely tell you came from a certain age of gaming, where it's like when all this stuff happens, it's like. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, uh, other memories from the Genesis. Um, you had Streets of Rage. You, you remember I that vaguely remember that. Yeah, I remember that game fondly because they had a character. In Is that there. where you had, like, chains and bats and stuff? Yeah, it was a beat-em-up. Yeah. 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 yeah, there was a character who rolled around on rollerblades, uh, I think, in the sequel, Streets of Rage 2. Mm. I thought that was the coolest thing because I was really big into rollerblades. Yeah, you were big in into rollerblades. Yeah, I was really good at it, too. <laughs> But of course, you had the Sonic games. Yeah, Sonic. I remember playing the game Sonic that everybody fooled themselves into thinking was good. But when they got older, they're like, oh, "That game was bad." Yeah. <laughs> All you did was roll around and collect rings. Well, it was so frustrating because it's it like had the- a weird like, based on like the angle of the surface you are and you jump, you'd like. I remember the platforming was weird. It was fun when you're going fast, but if you ever got stopped, it was like. Uh, it yeah, took for, it so, felt like uh, it took forever to get back yeah, up to speed. Yeah, you like really and if you weren't going off. fast enough through certain areas, and, and it was they, just like you had to start over. And they always advertised the character in the games as being a fast game. Yeah, you know, it's like commercials and stuff. Like he'd be going on hills, he'd be going with loop to loops and stuff like mm-hmm. that, never stopping. But they expected you to explore this world too. Yeah, no. If you yeah. actually stopped and look around, there was a lot of detail to the game. Oh yeah, like there was a lot of stuff in the background, in the foreground. 
But it's like when you're going fast, it's just a blur. Yeah, if you actually <laughs> just go through the game like really fast, try to keep your speed up, levels are just gone in yeah. seconds. Mm. It was over quick. Yeah. But you yeah. just had kind of a weird feel when you weren't going fast. Yeah. I think like, the weird thing about the Genesis was what they did with the Sonic and Knuckles game, which was basically Sonic 3. And they had this okay. thing. It was an add-on cart that you would put the cart on top of to play uh, as Knuckles. Really? See, I don't remember. So you had this double-decker amalgamation coming out of your chest. That is one thing about that generation. <laughs> there was a lot of like add-on things to the consoles and cartridges that would happen. Yeah, and Sega was notorious. Well, S- Sega yeah, and Sega Super NES, that's when like the Game Genie started becoming a thing, wasn't it? Uh, no, uh, or was the that Game the Genie was NES. Oh, was it on NES? Uh, yeah, because I had to use the NES to see certain things in games that I would have never seen otherwise. Oh, really? The Game Genie? Yeah. Hmm. I'd pop that thing in, and I would get to a certain level in Battletoads. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot I would, all about that. Battletoads. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, Battletoads was so hard. Yeah. A rare game. <laughs> it was a hard game. Yeah. Uh, a rare game, as in built by Rare. <laughs> yeah. Company. Uh-huh. Rare. Rare was a good good company yeah. back then. But, you know, it's like the Genesis had Sega CD, mm. first in-home consumer level. Um, what was that one CD game where it was like a, a a knight? It was something knights. But it was like, that was oh, Saturn. But it was like you'd like in a dream world or something. Dream yeah, Nights, and it was kind of like a Dream fish. Nights? Was I that what it was called? Dream Nights. Nights and Dreams. Nights and Dreams. Nights and yeah, dreams. basically you're like a court jester. That yeah, yeah court jester. That's what it was. Collecting gems and it's kind of like this fisheye globe. Kind yeah, of it was weird. Yeah, that we'll get to that later. But okay. fun fact about that is, uh, it actually uh, released with uh, Saturn's first analog controller, Ooh. and it, it wasn't like an actual analog, wasn't it? It was like a, a pad, wasn't it? Think of it as a like kind of like a little ball with a divot in it, and you just moved it around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, the shape was very much like the um, uh, uh, the Dreamcast shape in a way. So you can definitely tell that oh, it was okay. like kind of a precursor to the Saturn. How they designed the Dreamcast controller, yeah, yeah that analog yeah. controller. Well, the goods they had a Saturn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also had what was it? It was a game where you like rode on a dragon's back or something. Yeah, Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, Panzer Dragoon. They're that remaking that game on Switch. I'm really excited about. Oh, it. really? Yeah, yeah. There's like a but that was that HD was a really remake. fun game. Yeah, I love that game. But uh, see, I didn't have a whole lot of experience with Sega. Uh, what was it Saturn? Saturn. Yeah, yeah. That was the only experience over at the goods. Yeah, over yeah, at Clockwork goods. Nights. The one I remember. One pattern. One, one pattern that I've discovered. Rayman. Research. Oh, I love that one. Rayman. Yeah, the original was, Rayman. That was a uh, debuted on a uh, Saturn. Yeah, that was and a good also one. PlayStation. Oh, was it on the PlayStation? It was a PlayStation well? launch game, I think. Oh, okay. Oh. Or maybe it wasn't. No, no. I no, remember it was. It was, on it was, Sega. It was within lo- that launch window, I think. But um, the one thing that I've noticed when researching Sega Genesis consoles and things like that is they have a history of starting something, sometimes being early, and then completely flubbing it in some way or another. Oh, yeah. The thing that uh, that kind of led to Sega kind of going down a wrong path, you could tell, was in releasing the Sega CD and then the 32X. I don't remember um, that one. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. The 32X was supposed to be like this 32-bit stopgap between oh. that the, the Genesis and the Saturn. Oh. So basically, um, it was supposed to be, I think the original vision, if I remember reading it right, um, was that it was supposed to be the Saturn was going to be next, but this was going to be like, can't afford a Saturn? Plop this in, in your Sega Genesis and it'll play Saturn games. Oh, it was like an, a, an add-on to it or something. Another yeah. add-on. Yeah. yeah, but the Jesus. thing, it was about, 
of the size of a small loaf of bread and uh, okay, weighed it yeah. like a brick. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. But that obviously wasn't the truth Well, the Sega the, Saturn went CD-ROM. So. Well, um, and didn't the, the Sega Saturn, didn't it have like the ability to play like Sega Genesis games too? Eventually it did. It had a yeah. cartridge slot in the back, but yeah. it couldn't play anything. It was supposed to be an add-on slot for like a modem and things like that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, eventually, I think they did actually make a Saturn combo. That was backwards compatible, but I don't think it was actually officially Genesis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because this, the other thing about Sega that's really interesting is that they actually uh, licensed the console hardware out to third-party manufacturers. They had a lot of third parties involved. Hmm. So there were some third-party manufacturers in different countries that did different things. Oh, okay. Like in Brazil, you can still get a Master System <laughs> and a Genesis. Brand spanking new off the off the off the uh, manufacturing floor. Wow. Yeah, they still sell those. It's still one of the best-selling consoles in Brazil. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so far off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's not that they're behind. Time. It's just that's affordable for most people. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. I mean, and that's another thing that we'll probably dive into is just the cost of gaming from around the world. But Yeah, we're probably spoiled here in America. Well, think about this. <laughs> Sega CD, 1992. Um Cost two hundred and ninety nine dollars. What? <laughs> An add on for your Sega Genesis. That's five hundred and fifty one dollars oh, today. Yeah, that's that's once you add the inflation. Money. So when somebody looked at two hundred and ninety nine dollars back then, and how much was the? That's SNES? like yes. <laughs> uh, the Super Nintendo on its own when it first released was one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Nintendo got most of those sales. Well, obviously, right? <laughs> but it's like Sega CD, pretty revolutionary at the time. Well, yeah. And stuff. Only that the rich us... kids had that. <laughs> Let's talk about the Super Nintendo because there's a there's a fun little so many games. anecdote. Um, yeah. Anecdote's not the right word, but there, there's a fun little connection. There is Super Nintendo wanted to do the CD add-on thing. Really? With Sony. Uh oh yeah. Wasn't there rumors at one point familiar. where there was like. There was a system of them both or there, something? That wasn't a rumor. That was truth. Wow. And it's for up, up for sale for auction. Oh, really? Only gonna, one? So there's actually a, a prototype one of One prototype. Does it even work? It does. What is it called? Uh, what it they, was called... Uh, it? Oh, gosh. It was called PlayStation. It had a PlayStation in the name of it, but it was it was like something with Nintendo. Like PlayStation, Nintendo. Nintendo. PlayStation, Play-tendo. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. You that's, can actually look it up and wild. find it out. I should have written it down. That but, does sound vaguely familiar. But anyway. Sony's like, nah, peace. <laughs> but, but, but Nintendo broke off the deal. Oh. That sounds about right. Because they it was over an, arg- it was over an argument about who how to share profits. Oh, okay. Uh, but not only that, the way that they dumped Sony, they didn't tell Sony before telling the rest of the world that we're not working with them. And that was oh. during CES uh, of that year. Nintendo. God, how old is CES? Oh, well, it's it's really old. Uh, it predates E3. It, E3 came out of CES because yeah. back then. Everybody went to CES, Consumer Electronics Gaming Show. Yeah. It wasn't uh, a game. It wasn't Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah, yeah it was electronics. It was just it was electronics. Yeah. yeah. And so basically, is what Nintendo did, they made an announcement that they were partnering with Philips. Philips? Yeah, Philips <laughs> Electronics. Hmm. And uh, made no mention of Sony whatsoever. And this is how they found out they broke the deal with them. Uh, was from that, that announcement. <laughs> and this is Jeez. after Sony already made their announcement that they're working with Nintendo. <laughs> oh my gosh. A lot of red faces that yeah. day. Game Informer really did, I think it was, um, I can't remember what issue of Game Informer it was, but two or three issues back, Game Informer did this 
excellent um, just rundown of just the history of PlayStation, where it started, where it's at right now, hmm. uh, from the very beginning all the way to the end to where we are present. Jeez. And it is so so insightful. Yeah. It, it, it's so good. I encourage anybody who reads Game Informer or whatever, look that up because they, they interview everybody <laughs> from back then. Wow. From Kentu Kudaragi, the guy who headed up the Sony PlayStation yeah. uh, from the very beginning, all that stuff. And really, the Sony PlayStation came out from a place of spite. From Nintendo. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I loved the PlayStation. Yeah, Sony's uh, Sony's <laughs> um, uh, system. Yeah. Sony boy. We're, we're skipping ahead, dude. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Going back to the Super Nintendo. Yeah, the Super Nintendo. Like I said, Street Fighter Two was the place you wanted to play. Uh, was on Super Nintendo. That's where you wanted to play. Yeah. Because you had the six buttons. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, you had um, Link to the Past. Really, <laughs> the yeah. Zelda games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Link, Link to the, to the past, past was the best Zelda Super game. Super Metroid. Oh, my God. Super Metroid. Super Metroid. Yeah, the Final Fantasy series. Oh, yeah. The Metroid on an NES. Yeah, I never played Metroid on the NES. I did. That, that game was freaking hard, but I, I actually remember playing it. Yeah. But that this one is was, the one thing that I've noticed. That one. Yeah. You didn't know where to go. But this is the thing that I've actually noticed when going through some of the games that I played. This is a time when some of the most foundational franchises in the gaming industry started. Oh, SNES? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense because there I have a lot of fond memories mm -hmm. on the Super Nintendo, and uh, I'll, I'll be mentioning one thing that in in this whole entire deal that'll kind of it was really eye opening when looking at all the games from each platform. Yeah, yeah, and it's like just how it's like the games we're playing today are basically the same games we've been playing all all through the generations. Mm, makes we're sense. still playing Street Fighters. Yeah. We're still playing Mario's. We're oh, yeah. still waiting on the next iteration of the big title. But anyway. Um, Half-Life Episode 3 will never happen. Uh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> How many happen. years has it been, man? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like, you know, Star Fox. Keep the Star, Fox. Star Fox was uh, revolutionary for us. Oh, yeah. now, now, that was a game I beat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did you beat the hard route? Or the uh, easy route. I don't remember. I know I beat it though. <laughs> it's probably the easy route. <laughs> the, the FX chip. Yeah, that was the big thing. They would just slot that in there and they would take advantage of what they would call mode seven. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mode seven. No, I don't recall that. Yeah, but then it's like it gave rise to the Mega Man X series. There yeah, those were cool. The Kirby Golf. There was a there was a game. It was uh, Goofy and Max. It was <gasps> Goofy and Max. Yes, oh, it was about the Goofy movie, wasn't it? No, I don't remember. But it was a puzzle game. But it was a co op puzzle. I game. remember watching you and Phil play that. Yes, and down Phil in the basement. <laughs> oh, I loved that game. I sent some spite there. <laughs> but that game was so much. We beat it. But that game was so much fun because that was an awesome. For one, game. it was a co op game, so two people could play. Like it was built for two yeah. players, and um, the puzzles in it were just so genius. Just like the you literally just like kick blocks. It was Goof Troop. Was it Goof Troop? I think it was Goof Troop. Uh, I know Goof it was Goof Troop. Troop. Yes. I know it was Goofy and Max. Yeah, it was Goofy and his son. I think it was. I don't remember Goof what Troop. the actual title of the game I think was, it might have been but Goof it was Troop. it was like you would literally take turns like pushing blocks around. Yeah. And they would go in like a straight line until they hit something, and you'd have to push it another direction. And then you'd, you'd pick up you'd different just, items that allowed you to do stuff, like yeah. a shovel or like a like a hook shot yeah, you type could thing. Dig stuff. You could hook yeah. shot. Yeah, I loved watching that game. Was that. a lot of fun, and it's like one of those games that like nobody really knows. 
That's weird. Yeah, I guess not. You only know it because me and Phil. Play oh yeah, I just I would I'd watch yeah. y'all play. Yeah. <coughs> uh, also, another notable game that came out of there was Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that one was a mode seven party game. Yeah, mode seven. That was a very intensive mode. Yeah, the things that that the super they were able to do with the Super Nintendo was quite amazing. Like Donkey yeah. Kong Country. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember playing it a lot, too. but I hate those games. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like them? I just never really cared for the mechanics of like the gameplay. Okay. Of the donkey? Yeah, donkey. I just didn't care for it. Like I remember playing the first one a lot, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm. Like it wasn't mm. one of those games like I wanted to go back and play. Like and I didn't play the sequels and stuff. I didn't play much, but one thing that the SNES brought was soundtracks <laughs> of video games that were amazing. Yeah. A lot of the games sound from quality that, in those games definitely I still listen up. to those soundtracks today <laughs> that's funny <laughs> like donkey kong country there's a underwater level mm, the oh, yeah. the soundtrack to that one or the theme yeah. of that is beautiful yeah the saxophone yeah. part in there mm-hmm. but that's such I do a beautiful remember playing it. yep uh did any of you play mario rpg no i did but i don't remember it it was one of those like trying it out and like you probably are like, this isn't Mario. Yeah, and it was like, I didn't grasp what RPGs were yeah. then. Yeah. So it was just like, this is And weird. it was a JRPG. It was actually developed by Square. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Back then, they were just Squaresoft. That was before the merger with uh, Enix or Enix. Enix. Yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> I never played it, but I heard it was a really good RPG. Yeah, I mean, it, it was the first JRPG I actually ever played that I actually uh, liked. Yeah. Um, and I did beat it um, nice. because it had an active battle system, mm-hmm. pretty much like how uh, Paper Mario has. Yeah. Um, it, t- it, t- it doesn't pause when it's your turn. Yeah. Paper Mario is pretty much just like the remake of it, wasn't it? Mm, it was well, not a remake, thing. but like it's the same concept pretty yeah, much. It was an just RPG. Updated. Same car, RPG, yeah. same, same thing. Very different. The thing about Mario Oof. RPG is that it had that active battle system where it's like if you went to an attack, uh, like say jump, like there was a jump on – uh, enemy attack. Um, yeah, you press A again or another button. Yeah, you again could time it to actually time different jumps more damage. to get more damage. So yeah, so it, so it was a lot defense. like the Paper Mario then. Yeah, it laid the foundation yeah. for that kind of yeah. whole thing. So I did play those, and those were a lot of fun. Yeah, and the other thing about it was that there was a defensive mode. The one reason why I didn't like JRPGs um, is the fact that they were turn based. So I was like, I didn't like just standing it's there and letting them hit me. You, yeah, you mean like Final Fantasy and stuff like that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just like I just did not turn based. I didn't like. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. I just have to let him hit me. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't stand that. But in Mario RPG, it let me hit a button to defend. I was yeah, like, reduce okay, the damage. Okay, I so like you could that. like do it like a timing thing. Like if exactly. you see it coming, you try to yeah. block. And we it. saw other games come out uh, like Panzer, not Panzer Dragoon. Um, there was another game on PlayStation called Dragoon. Something that was an RPG, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an, another RPG. Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. I, I don't know why I know that because I don't even know the game. Well, that, that's that's what it was called. I think you're just smart. And <laughs> I probably listened to the soundtrack at some point. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. It's probably got a good. Soundtrack. We had so many good games that came out of that generation. Uh, so many Street Fighters, so many Mario games. <laughs> so many Street Fighter 2s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How many versions of the Street Fighter 2 yeah. are there? Yeah. But um, <laughs> the uh, the Super Nintendo uh, was around for about five years before 
the next generation came out. Is that out. about the average time in between yeah. consoles? Five yeah, years? about five to six years. Mm. Um, Except for the last one, which was like eight or something. Yeah. Jeez. Dang. Yeah, but we'll get to that, that in a minute. Uh, the 32-bit era. 32-bit. Which is very interesting because of the fact that it was where Sony came into the game. Wait, first PlayStation was 32-bit? 32-bit. Really? Yep. That's uh, that's when we actually... Wait, so was it. the Nintendo 64 32 or was it 64? 64-bit. That's why they called it 64. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny, the whole argument about bits. Yeah. Nobody really knew what they were, ah. what they represented, but... Was it kind of like the pick, like the resolution kind of that they could... No, it didn't have to do with that. It was actually a, it was a computing thing. Oh, okay. I always um, thought because they had more pixels as they went on, that had to do something. I well, know. I mean, as the consoles have gone, like each console would be smoother and more rounded oh, yeah. edges, like with each console. Well, that's, that's because that's you can locked. actually use more polygons to fill in the gaps. So, yeah. but, um, I would imagine it had it, what it had to do with. Uh, it had to do with computational power. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, nobody knew what they were. All they know is that the more, the higher the number, the better. Yeah. So, and we're like not, most things, yeah. and we're just yeah. talking about you know the big, the big three at this time. We're not talking about 3DO. Yeah. We're not talking about the Jaguar, which oh. was which was Atari's uh, Atari <laughs> trying to come back in another form. But yeah, you know, I don't know that one. But the Jaguar was supposedly they were touting we're the first 64 bit console. And it's like in a in a sixteen bit era, you know. It's like, huh? huh. Oh well, uh, whatever. Cool. <laughs> didn't really have any games. But your name's Look Jaguar. At you go. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so in 1995 we had the Saturn. We talked a little bit about the Saturn. The Saturn yeah. came out at 399 dollars. Wow, I did Golly. not know that. Yeah. No wonder we didn't really have one. Yep. So back then, that's why we went to the Six hundred and seventy-seven dollars yeah. once you add inflation. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. So, with inflation today, how much do you think $500 is today? I don't know. Well, well, It'd probably be like eight or nine hundred. Yeah, eight, eight or nine hundred. No, today $500 is $500. Oh, oh <laughs> trick question. You got uh, us. I, I did not us. hear the question. My, my bad. You got us. <laughs> I thought you said, well, yeah, you did say it. What would be $500 I feel like a fool. You see, you got to listen. I was, too, and I thought it. And you were I was like, like in no, the middle wait, of no. a talk, and then you were like, No, he question. probably means literally. Yep. Jeez. And this has been economics with James. And- <laughs> on my face. No, uh, don't come to me for economic um, calculations or anything like this. I'm using a. Um, uh, you can find inflation calculators. 